This ain't your average f***ing online marketing podcast. This is the Dave Sharp Show. Hey, what's going on, my friend? This is Dave Sharp. Welcome to the Dave Sharp Show. And this video is all about the big B, baby, branding. So in the first part of this episode, I'm going to talk to you about one of the biggest questions that I get and probably that you've been wondering over the months and years, and you've probably flip-flopped back and forth as to whether you should brand yourself as a company name, whether you should brand yourself using your personal name. I'm going to give you that answer. Then I'm actually going to take my shoes off and for the whole world to smell. Now, just joking, you're safe. This is coming through audio only. There's going to be no smells that come along with this episode. Um, those smells wouldn't be for free even if they did come along with this episode. But I'm going to take my shoes off, which happen to be $900 Gucci shoes today. And I'm going to talk to you about what those $900 Gucci shoes have to do with building a brand. Let's get it. All right, my friend, we are going to jump into this head first. Let's jump into this, baby. So we've got the age-old question, what should I name my company? Should I name it like a generic company name or should I name it after my own personal name? Who should be representing my work? Who should be representing my, my, you know, my services, my products? Let me dispel the myth. First and foremost, it's it's a tricky question, but I'm going to clarify it and give you my own personal experience because it really it 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 matters, okay? And nowadays it's different than it used to be because of social media, right? Social media is like it, it's changed the entire marketing landscape and I think that it's going to continue to be changed. So, First and foremost, I'm going to tell you what I have, okay? What I have is I have an actual company, and I've had several different multi, multi-million dollar companies that I'm blessed to have, you know, been the CEO or a founder or a co-founder of that have been extremely successful. Like, I've always had my company, but in terms of my public appearance, I've always been focused on my personal brand, okay? And the reason why is because... People, even if you do have a company that like you're not able to represent, you need a spokesperson, you need a, 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 an attractive character because nowadays, and it's always been this, but nowadays even more than ever, it's really, really important that people are able to connect with a real human being, okay? So if you're in some sort of a, a creative service to where you're maybe you're doing um, photography or videography or you're doing some sort of consulting services, then having your name in the company makes a lot of sense, right? Because you're the primary person who's actually delivering the services or the services are an influence of you, okay? They're an influence of you. So, or even if you have an advertising agency or a marketing company or a law firm or an accounting agency, like as you can see with many law firms or accounting agencies, like they have the person's name in the company name because it's an influence of those people. And quite frankly, the customers or clients are buying that specific person's work. However, on the flip side, if you have a a gadget or a gizmo or a, or a trinket or a physical product that you're selling, then 
it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to name it after you as a person because it's not a person, it's not a place, it's a thing, right? So it makes more sense to name that something, okay? So if your work is, is, is influenced mostly by you and the client uh, that you're selling to or the prospect that you're selling to is buying you, your work, or work that you're influencing, okay, like creative work or something like that, then absolutely include your name in the branding, okay? Include your name in the company name. But if you're selling a a gadget, a gizmo, a trinket, some sort of a physical product, then, I mean, we're talking about like Tide, you know, laundry detergent. We're talking about like flashlights. We're talking about like tents, like shoes, like all of this stuff um, that, you know, you're not going to name them after a person. However, this is the caveat that you must understand. If you want to be successful, let's say you are selling you know, a, a, some sort of a physical product. If you want to be successful, there needs to be some sort of a spokesperson or some sort of an attractive character that's actually selling that product. Let me give you an example. My pillow. Like, who is not seeing those ads? Oh, my gosh. As a matter of fact, I have a... I have a very embarrassing confession to make. I actually bought that one night. My wife and I were sitting on vacation, and there was like nothing to do or something late at night, and we were like not tired, and I actually bought it. But it, it, that's a whole other story, okay? I'm not recommending the product. But the truth is is that that product has that guy, okay, that, that sells the thing, and he does a darn good job. He's the attractive character. He's the spokesperson. If we go back in time, we look at insurance companies and things like that. There was a there was companies that had O.J. Simpson that were their their spokesperson. They've had other sports figures that were their spokesperson, right? If you go back in time and you look since the, the beginning of advertising, there's been spokespeople. But here's the other thing that I want you to consider, and I'm going to inject a little bit of social media information into this right now that even if you have a company whether it's named after you or not should you be building your social media around your company name or your personal name in every single time every unequivocally every time I'm gonna tell you at least right now and if this changes I'll make another video in the in the future build it around your personal name man here's why okay your company, your product, you may switch careers, you may switch passions, you may switch hobbies, but you ain't going to switch your name. At least most of you aren't, right? Some of you are. Most of you aren't. You're not going to switch your name. And the truth of the matter is is that social media, like people want to connect with people on social media. They don't want to connect with brands. Like they, all, they will if they like Coca-Cola or they like Swisher Sweets or whatever it is that they, that they enjoy, but they're going to follow, they're going to watch, they're going to look for posts and content from actual people, right? And, and the truth of the matter is, is that whatever content that you're creating, you want it to be native to that platform. Nobody goes on social media looking to be advertised to, even though that's what happens. And even though every single day, billions of dollars are sold and advertised on social media because it just works so well, because so many real people are on those platforms, Nobody's waking up. I, I never pick up my phone and say, man, I'd like to go on Facebook to buy something. Like, I want to go on there to socialize. And the majority of the ads that I click and the majority of the things that I do connect to are also connected to a person. 
I'm going to talk about what a $900 Gucci shoe has to do with the power of branding. This is going to blow your mind. I am my friend. Holy smokes. Like, why would somebody pay $900 for a pair of stupid shoes? Well, I am that person who made that probably most of you will say stupid decision, right? So why did I make that decision to spend $900 on a pair of Gucci shoes? Well, first of all, and the only reason why is because they're Gucci's. Gucci. All right. No other reason. As a matter of fact, um, this particular shoe kind of looks like old, like the design of this shoe looks like it's been, I've been mowing the lawn in it for like the past two years. Um, but I liked it. So I walked into the store. I saw, I was like, yo, those are super fresh. I got to get them. How much? 900. No problem. Right. It's Gucci. Like that's what I expect. I wouldn't have expected anything less from Gucci. So I want to put the shoe back on now, <laughs> even though Ah, it smells like straight love. Just kidding. You'll never know though, because you ain't here to smell it. If I would have walked in, if I would have walked into, to, I don't know, Payless Shoe Source, or I would have, y'all remember Payless Shoe Source, don't you? Payless Shoe Source, or I would have walked into Dillard's, or I would have walked in even to Foot Locker, and I would have picked up a pair of shoes that I liked, like say a pair of Air Force Ones and it would have said $900 would I have paid $900 for those. Hell no! I would have thrown them across the store and hopefully hit somebody that works at Foot Locker in the head, right? But I don't want to do that. I don't want to catch a charge. I like my life. But walking into Gucci, picking those up, not only do I walk into Gucci with a different kind of swagger, like a different attitude about the store because it's like it's it's just got a different feeling than like Foot Locker or of course Payless Shoes, but Gucci has trained me to to expect those prices. How? Well, is it because the quality of the material is that much better? I don't think it's that much better. Like I got other shoes and the quality is nice. Like these feel good, but it's not that much better. Okay. Is it that they give me some other benefit? No, it's simply a status thing. Like people want nice watches, they want nice clothes, they want nice cars simply because of how they make them feel. They make them feel successful. For me, I was poor and broke and broken for a long time. So these sort of things, it's not about being materialistic for me. It's just about, uh, it's just about celebrating my ability to be successful. That's all it is. Uh, and it's personal to me. I just like, I like high quality things. But is, again, is it that much more quality than something that a similar pair of shoes that goes for 50 bucks? Like, no, it's not that much more quality. So how are they able to do it? Simple. The power of branding. What is a brand? A lot of people are confused about branding and how you actually create a brand like this that is able to command these high of prices and is able to have the recognition that a brand like Gucci has or a brand like AP, okay, if you know anything about watches, or a brand like Mercedes or Range Rover. These are some of the brands of, of, of toys like jewelry and cars and stuff that I've had the benefit of being able to own through hard work and, uh, and some success. And I can tell you that, first of all, the first quality of developing a high-end brand 
is the quality of the product, okay? Is it that much more quality than a $50 pair of shoes? No, but the quality is there, right? I believe that we're taking a transition in the marketplace right now to less on marketing and more on quality of product. So if you're building a business and you're focusing on trying to grow that business, I believe that focusing on the quality of the customer experience is important. The thing about Gucci, they've been doing that for years, right? They've got a lot of momentum since they've been doing that for like decades, actually. I don't know when the company started. I know they've been doing it for a long time, right? I know they've been doing it for a long time. Um, so quality of product, the sooner you get started focusing on quality of product, the better you're gonna be, okay? Second thing, you can't be afraid to charge high prices. Look, if somebody looks at something in a magazine or on the internet and one is priced at $50 and the other's priced at $999, there's something that's called perceived value, okay? It's the perception that something is better based simply on the price. And so brands like Gucci, brands like Mercedes, brands like AP, like, but it's so much more right, then say this watch compared to like maybe a Timex or this pair of shoes compared to something from Payless. And they've, these brands have leveraged the power of perceived value, right, which is if something costs more, it must be better. So you want to be able to have, you want, if you're going to talk the talk with your pricing, you better be able to walk the walk with the quality of your product. But the, the, the next thing you have to be able to do after you improve the quality of your experience and your product is you have to be able to price it accordingly if you want to become a high-end brand or if you want to become somebody who's perceived as has a better product in the marketplace. Does that make sense? All right, the third and the final thing, if you want to be if you want to leverage a high-end brand, if you want to, if you want to turn yourself into being viewed at as the Gucci of your industry, or even like the the Gucci of your of your company or of your of your sphere of influence, stop acting cheap. Right? What do I mean by that? Well, the first thing is 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 carry yourself like a professional. Okay, when you go into a Gucci store, I know I've been in them in multiple locations across the world. They they are acting different than people act in say Foot Locker or Dillard's or uh, or Payless shoes, right? They, they've got suits on. They've they've they they have a certain uh, dress code. They have a certain way that they that they speak to their clients. So so act like it. If you're running a company, if you have, even if you're an affiliate, or especially if if you have a company to where you have, you know, lots of customers coming in and you're responsible for them, you know, set up processes that focus on customer experience. You know, when they buy something, give them that experience because the way that high-end brands market themselves is less about like driving traffic and stuff. It's more about word of mouth. And oftentimes, it's just as much about the experience that somebody had as the actual product itself, okay? So stop acting cheap, right? Stop being cheap and stop acting cheap, and you'll be able to leverage the power of these things that I'm talking about, such as, um, you know, be, you know, having a higher quality product, being able to leverage perceived value, and when you don't act 
chief, right? People won't treat you like you're chief, all right? So act like a boss, okay? Act like you're Gucci. Act like you're Mercedes. Act like you're Rolls Royce, right? And that doesn't mean be arrogant. That means that deliver the highest quality experience and professionalism that you can possibly deliver to people. And, and again, I want to point out, that doesn't mean that you look a certain way. It may, but professionalism is not just about outside appearance. It's about how you talk to people. It's about how you interact with people. It's about how you go the extra mile, okay? I know that I've had several experiences. I shot a video here recently about an experience buying uh, this bracelet right here. It's a Tiffany bracelet. And I bought this from a guy named Sal who was willing to come over and hand deliver it to me at, at our office here. I didn't have time to go back over to the store. That going the extra step set, it, it, it set him apart from all other jewelers that I've ever interacted with because he went the extra mile. That level of professionalism, like this dude didn't act cheap and he probably makes a lot of money as a result as a jeweler, okay? So implement those, my friend, in the power of branding, right? You will not only be, your company can develop a high-end brand, but you can develop a high-end brand also as an individual. And what will be the benefit of that? It'll be more respect, it'll be more influence, it'll be higher self-esteem, it'll be more opportunity. Hey, thanks for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast for notifications of new episodes. And if you'd leave me a review on iTunes, it would mean the world to me. Also, if you want my number one recommendation to make money online, then head over to DaveSharpShow.com and download the free report. I'll see you on the next episode.